anyone got a pencil? Hello and welcome to the Mixtape Podcast. My name's Mark and I am your host. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Every week on the show, I ask my guests to make up an imaginary mixtape and pick six tracks for it. I've had some incredible chats. They're already there in the archives, just waiting for you to stumble across them. I've had chats with Steve Kilby from The Church, Rowetta from The Happy Mondays, Rick from Ash. I've had Al Anderson, one of the original Wilders. I've had Clint Boone from your Spiral Carpets. I've had Donita Sparks from L7. I've had Scott Kirkland from The Crystal Method. There's lots and lots of episodes sitting there waiting for you to discover. If you enjoy this week's episode, please feel free to rate it five stars on Spotify and or jump up to the top of the page and hit that old follow or subscribe button. And you'll be notified every time there is a new episode. Catch up with everything I'm doing by going to www.themixtapepodcast.com. That's enough of the intro. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, it's another mixtape. And today on the show, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome Graham Crabb from Pot Will Eat itself. How are you, Graham? I'm good, thanks. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks for coming on the show. Really, really appreciate it. Now, you're coming to Australia February and March. Greatest Hits Tour with Jesus Jones. I'll just roll the dates off really quickly. It's 29th of Feb, the Triffid in Brisbane. The 1st of March, Manning Bar in Sydney. 2nd of March, Croxton in Melbourne. And the 3rd of March, Frio Social in Perth. MetropolisTouring.com for all the tickets and info on those. Has it been a while since you've been to Australia, Graham? I think it's been about two years or just under two years. That's that's kind of the frequency we do it. Obviously, it's not you know it's not just down the end of the road, is it? It's the other side <laughs> of the world. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, no, we we love coming over here, and we'll keep coming as long as they ask. We love seeing you over here, mate. And obviously, the clues in the title. I normally ask bands who, who are coming to Australia what what we can expect, like sort of set-wise from you, but it's a greatest hits tour, so the clues in the title there. But anything you can you can let us know, you know, any curveballs or or anything you might be throwing in, any surprises in the set? So it's mainly, you know, the the bangers, the singles, the, you know, the the tracks that people know us for the best. So it should be quite a party vibe. There's one track I think we're doing, which we've never done before. So we're it's a version of 92 Degrees, playing the first ever we did a few versions of it but we're playing the the first version that we we've that that came out which hasn't been heard live before so that might be interesting for a few people okay yeah that's a good one hopefully everyone everyone will be enjoying that and i spoke to to mike edwards a few weeks ago about the tour and he was buzzing for it and you know he said you know that he's on way to get down and and hang out with you like do you do you get on well with with the lads from jesus jones and have you toured with them before We've not toured with them before, but yeah, we we know each other, and it's it's weird how we've not really played together because we kind of get lumped together, and along with EMF as well, and yeah, we toured sure. with EMF, but but not with Jesus Jones. So this will be the first time, and yeah, it'll be good to hang out together. And when you're on tour, Graham, like how do you? So do you like to make the most of it? Obviously, like you mentioned, it's a long, long way to come. Do you like? Do you got? I mean, you've four dates back to back there. You haven't really got much downtime, but. Would you be getting out and about and doing much sightseeing or, or getting around and seeing the place at all? Yeah, so, I mean, what what we didn't want to do is just fly straight over, go into the gigs and fly straight back. So 
we've worked it so that we get, a, I think, nearly two days at Brisbane to begin with. So mm. we get some, you know, we can get used to the, the time difference and everything. And then after the last gig at Perth, we're taking a day out as well and, you know, just going down the beach or whatever, you know, having yep. a barbie, all the, the typical things <laughs> before we head back. Okay. I want to talk to you as well, Graham. I noticed from your socials on your Instagram, a couple of posts about a book, best of the RCA years, was it? Volume one. Can you tell us anything about that? Or is it a little bit sort of secret squirrel under wrap? Yeah. So it's mainly Adam at the band who he's, he's kind of memory man. He, he remembers stuff uh, and he tells a good story. So he liaises with a guy called Paul Schnell, who, you know, he's he's the author of the book and they, they've started piecing everything together. So one volume is out already, which was the, the kind of independent years before we signed to RCA. Mm-hmm. So I gather they've just finished. It's all put together and it's ready to go. I don't think they've started taking orders yet, but they're about to any day soon. Mm. And they, they apparently just had so much stuff that they they were going to cover a number number of years with this volume, but it's you know, I think it's just the basically the first year or two. So right, okay, yeah, chock there's, full. There's a lot of stuff in there, yeah. So what is it like a, a tour diary sort of memoir sort of thing of of the of the story of the band or yeah yeah a lot of stories you know the artwork the flyers all the designs the gigs yeah just just kind of everything that there's a record of all yeah. all put together yeah cool and if people want to connect with with the band graham is it i saw the the sort of merch page was shop is that where people can uh, get hold of the book yes yeah yeah it will be available on there and i think it's going to be limited edition i know the first one was and i don't know i think they have to do that because some of the photographers give give the rights to their photos but that they have to be limited edition so right, okay. you might be yeah. getting quick and yeah so for anyone listening if you're listening on the radio it's shopwilleatitself.com and if you're listening on the podcast or watching on the youtube channel then there will be a link in the description to shopwilleatitself.com and popwilleatitself socials and, and everything else so you can you can just drop out of the chat and and connect that way okay graham so i'm going to ask you as we talked about before I started recording, my show is called The Mixtape. And, you know, obviously, gentlemen of, of our age and era, that was a good way of, you know, sharing music, you know, and, and getting your mates into music and, you know, back in the day on the cassette yeah. tape. So I like to ask guests to kind of make up like an imaginary mixtape of tracks. And then we'll, we'll have a, a brief chat about the tracks and, and sort of why you picked them. So whenever I make up a, a mixtape or, or these days more likely a playlist, I always go in with a track one like a tension grabber, you know, to really kick it off like really well. So if you were making up a mixtape, what what's what track would you pick for that? I'm gonna go fight the power of the oh, Fantastic choice. Fantastic choice. Yeah, that's a great one. That I've got some great memories of of Public Enemy on the school bus. I remember one time, the first time I ever heard is it Nation Nations of Millions that's on the the Hammersmith gig at the start with the siren. Yeah, that's that. right. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember sitting on the bus to London Zoo from on a school trip and and hearing that for the first time because as, as a fifteen year old boy thinking this is a game changer this like what is going on here like this is this is unbelievable yeah fantastic choice and Public Enemy yeah, yeah obviously I remember a fantastic getting, band like, getting that album and and just playing it just 
back to back really for a couple of weeks and just thinking, Yeah. wow, this is this is this is up a level. This is Yeah. something else. Didn't you, I read somewhere, didn't you tour with, with Public Enemy or supporting Run DMC or did you replace them on tour or something, something like that? Yeah, so it was back in 19, was it 87 or 88? And uh, we were asked by Rush Management, who who were, who were managed Run DMC, um, if we would support them on a UK and European tour. By the time the gig came round, Public Enemy were on it as well, but Public Enemy had kind of, kind of surpassed Run DMC at that point, so... Yeah, And it was quite a partisan crowd, you know. It was, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, there were, it was public enemy were, you know, just that's what most people were there for, even though Run DMC were the headliners. Mm. Yeah. And Yeah. so we got a lot of stick off the crowd, as did other acts who were on that on that bill, you know, even Anyone the who wasn't public enemy. yeah, I think we Papa Girl rappers were on it, and they took some stick and Derek B as well. Derek So we weren't B, looking. that's a blast from the past. Derek B is Yeah, a bad young yeah, brother. Oh, yeah, that is a... Oh, yeah, brilliant. Love that. Love that. All right, is he still going at all? I don't know. I'll have to look that up. I'm going to Google him after this. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. oh, Derek B, that is a blast from the past, that. Okay. And track two, Graham, of your mixtape, and I ask you to pitch a song that you sing when you're on your own, loud and proud, in the car or the shower. Okay, so that's going to be Peace of Me by Britney Spears. Oh, nice. I love that. We know what I love about doing the mixtape, right? One of the best things is, like, when I speak to people like yourself, and, you know, everybody does it, like, uh, there's an expert, there's a, there's a sort of preconception that, that someone in a band like Populate itself will, will, you know, not stay in their genre, but I would never Yeah. expect you to pick a Britney Spears song. Do you know what I mean? And I remember I had Anita Sparks from L7, and she picked, like, ABBA. And yeah, it was just like, it blew me away. I love that. But that's the idea of the, the format is to sort of get to sort of, you know, what you're into and, you know, what music you listen to and what inspires you and what makes you happy. And yeah, 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 I fantastic think that's that's choice. that's that's the beauty really of a, a mixtape is like you can throw in choices that would seem poles apart and they they seem they have much more punch because they're unexpected or because they they are so different to the preceding track. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, fantastic choice. And what I what I've started doing there is I've got six six Spotify playlists. Um, track two, track three, track four, track five, track six. So all the track ones are on a playlist. All the track twos are on a playlist. And yeah, it's quite a buzz to go through that. And when we get to track six, that's that's one of my favourite playlists to listen to at the moment. But yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Track three, Graham, is pick your favourite cover version. What would you pick for that? For now, I'll go walk walk this way. For me, it works better than just the original on its own. hundred percent. I think that was a real moment of how can I put it? It was a milestone in like in in rap and hip hop crossing over. I think into the mainstream. That track was yeah, The hip hop just a and rock worlds collided. Yeah, it was. massive worldwide hit like that. Track four is a song you wish you could have played to your eighteen-year-old self. Okay, I'm going to go head like a hole. Nine Inch Nails. Nice, nice. Love that track. Have you ever seen them live, Graham? Yeah, we toured with them in the States. Nice. And they How good were... was that? I bet that was that was an experience. You must have some good stories from that tour. Yeah, well, we, we signed to Trent Reznor's Nothing label over there. Mm -hmm. And Yeah. 
so we we supported them and they were i mean they were a big band they were playing like basketball stadiums like twenty thousand people a night yeah um, yeah yeah something else unreal there's a series on netflix called what's it called now exploding the song or something it's called and it's just the artists talk about one particular song of theirs and 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 trent Reznor was on talking about hurt and that and that it's pretty hate machine that album that song's off on it i think yeah. yeah yeah fantastic documentary if you get the chance it's a really good like they really dive deep into into the song um and yeah. he was talking a lot about being on tour at the time when that was written and and where he was feeling yeah. and what it was like and yeah amazing doco it's just well worth well worth checking out and are they still touring? He does a lot of soundtrack work and stuff like that now, doesn't he? Yeah, not so much now. I think, yeah, he's gone more into his soundtrack thing. And then he had a band with his missus, didn't he, I think? Um, oh, did he? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I think he's been doing something with her. What do you think the 18-year-old Graham would have made of, of Head Like a Hole as a track? I think I'd have been blown away by the intensity and perhaps been driven to perhaps sort of, you know, emulate that more sort of extreme type of sound, mm-hmm. which we, you know, we kind of, we part of our journey was we it kind of got heavier and more intense along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you know, that might have accelerated it. And growing up sort of in the in the area that you did as an 18-year-old, Graham, was was Sabbath something that was, that was on your sort of radar a, a fair bit or? Yeah, they were. I mean, when I grew up at school, it was, it was kind of different camps. There was kind of like a, a rock metal camp and then there was on the other side it was more sort of punk new wave sort of two-tone which, which was that was kind of the the side i was on so i did i kind of shunned the more metal type of stuff mm-hmm. when i was younger and kind of reevaluated it as i was older and and had more sort of perspective on it, but yeah, I remember it was it was definitely split camps when I was at school. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. Just talking about Birmingham as well. I'm not sure if you're aware of, or if you know him, but Mike Skinner's in Perth. Who I think, or three days after you, the streets. He's in Perth. He's playing the sixth, I think, in Perth. So you might you might still be then if you if you're hanging around after your gig. Your gig's the third. So yeah, he's here on the sixth. I was thinking of Mike Skinner only yesterday, and because oh, yeah. we're we're busy writing new tunes and I thought I want someone else someone else's voice on this and I mm. thought Mike oh, so that'd be fantastic tell him he, he be, needs to that'd be a great collab yeah I'll let him know I'll let him know okay track five Graham is we've all done it I know I have over the years if you're making a mixtape to to let the listener know that you're sort of like romantically interested in them, like what would be a song that you would you would put on to to let the listener know that you're that you're keen? A bit heavy, but it, it kind of ends in the right tone. So that would be "Everybody's Been Burned by the Birds." Okay, I don't think I know that one. I'll have to give that one a listen. Cool. Yeah, right. it kind of the lyrics starts off quite sort of cynically, but it was it kind of twists towards the end and it, it goes. But in, but I'll love you instead. So yeah, it's, it's yeah quite a, okay. Cool. I'll give that I'll give that one a listen. So what yeah. I do, if you're listening to this on the radio, then obviously you'll know because you'll have been hearing the songs in between the chat as we go through. I'll be playing the songs. If you're listening on the podcast, there is a link in the description to a separate Spotify playlist where you can just drop out of the chat. And if you want to, in between each chat as we talk about each song, you can drop out and listen 
to each song that, that we play. Track six, Graham, finally, is something that's a little bit left field, a B-side or an album track or, yeah, something that's not very well known, something a little bit obscure. What would you put on for that? I'm trying to think of this. This, this might have been on a John Peel session. Okay. Might have to do some research, but it was a cover, it was a, a punk cover version of Rio. Duran Duran. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, dig and that one up. Yeah, yeah. It lasts about 30 seconds. And <laughs> her name is Rio, and she doesn't understand. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, I it might be the stupids or somebody like that. Okay, Graham, on that note, thanks so much for coming on the show, mate. I really appreciate your time. Looking forward to seeing you at Frio Social on the 3rd of February. Sorry, 3rd of March, isn't it? Yeah, 3rd of March at FrioSocial.com. For tickets, thanks, Graham. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. Safe travels. Cheers, mate. See you later. That was the Mixtape Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to jump up to the top of the page and smash that follow button, and you'll be notified every time there's a new episode. Or follow me on Instagram at the Mixtape Perf. Till the next time.